Welcome to the Breakfast with Janie podcast. My guest today on the Breakfast with Janie podcast is Rachel Springall, personal finance expert at Money Facts. Now, the pandemic has changed our habits in many ways when it comes to money. So we're thinking more about what we spend our money on, whether we save it and whether it's good value. And we're spending in different ways as well. But I think it's effectively changed sort of spenders to savers and savers to spenders, etc. And there has been a boost, hasn't there, to rainy days funds as a result? Oh, absolutely. Yes, no, for sure. And what we noticed from the uh, Ford Money survey was actually a, a young demographic. So the under 35s actually said the biggest lesson they learned in 2020 was to actually save more in case of unexpected events so as you rightly said it's turned some um, notable I guess spenders a, a sort of generation as you were of spenders who are used to going out and about and spending money um, into savers yeah because they haven't really had the same amount of things to spend money on have they no, not at all. No. And a lot of people, again, if they're working from home or indeed if they've had to rein in their spending, they're thinking of different ways of keeping that money safe, perhaps in a convenient place. And over a third of British adults are changing their habits, aren't they, to change for the to save for the unexpected. So do you think it's changed also different generations of attitudes towards money and saving? Oh, for sure. Yes. I think the last 12 months have just been unprecedented and it's just changed the mindset of so many people, regardless of what lease of life you've, you've actually had in the past. You, you're changing your perception of money. Um, and again, it's one of these things where I think people have not necessarily put to one side the value of money and spending. It's just completely changed the mindset set I think people are now more thinking about what's actually going to happen over the next six 12 months rather than you know living each day as it were um so typically you would have some money on the side for say a, a little savings goal like a holiday or indeed for overpaying a mortgage but I think people have just changed their minds now and actually they need to be saving more money for the future just in case they lose their job or lose their vital income just out of interest are you a spender are you a saver yeah, I'm much more of a saver than a spender. Um, I'm one of those annoying people that think of um, the next six to 12 months and um, think of overpaying my mortgage, um, things like that. So I just find I think of the longevity of how much money you're actually earning, how much you are in real value have as a household in money saved. Because um, ultimately, most people have a mortgage or a card or a loan or something they need to pay off each month. And again, it's a case of breaking everything down each month, budgeting and seeing what you can save. Not every month is going to be as straightforward as that. We all know this as adults. We know not not every month you can plan. But if you can think about the next three to six and have enough there just in case, it can make a world of difference. Well, that's why you need a rainy days fund, isn't it? For the unexpected that pops up within that time that you're not quite prepared for. And it's interesting to see that younger Brits are turning to their elders to achieve financial goals. Um, And as they're learning the lessons that they wish they'd learn sooner. Now, that's all well and good if you can learn, isn't it, from your parents? Yes, for sure. And again, there's not much in terms of financial education. And again, it's dependent on if parents want to share that knowledge. They may not feel comfortable to do so. We are very much a nation of not necessarily always having that conversation. And there's there's two different things to be learned with the younger generation and the older generation. The older may be able to kind of really break things down and make it really obvious how you can save. But the younger may be able to give tips like online banking or different free apps that you could go on to to help budget. So both conversations need to happen and actually that will be best for everybody to get that flowing. 
Yeah, and two thirds um, of younger people of, of people wish that they'd had a better understanding of money matters at a younger age. And that I would put myself in that category because I really just didn't value it such because I don't think even though my mum was very savvy um, and she did watch every penny, she didn't share that information. So that was just something you know, I kind of picked up over time. And I think because she was so frugal with money, then that's why I was a spender because yes. I didn't want to do that. So I kind of went the other way. And then I met my husband that's a, a saver, boring. Um, but, you know, and then he he's helped sort of level it back out again. I probably learned mm-hmm. more since I married him than I did yeah. when I was younger. So, you know, what can people do? You know, if they're not going, if they don't feel like getting that information from elsewhere, then where are the sources? Where can people get sort of financial advice from? Yeah, so there's lots of free websites you can go to. There's obviously the Money Advice Service website. Um, our own website, moneyfacts.co.uk, has got free guides and, and the latest news as well as Best Buys. Um, they are actually like the top rates as well. So it's all free to use. So there's lots of resources for people. But it's again, it's this case of spending the time to work out that plan and spending the time to find the right products for you. It's very important. But again, if you have those conversations, someone could even help you or steer you in a direction of some they trust like a provider they trust um, or a service they trust and help you along that way of um, having a better financial goal for the future yeah so it's investing your time but that should actually reap monetary rewards in the long run and you know we'll spend ages where we book in holidays you know we could trawl through the internet for ages looking for the best trip ever dream destination but as soon as it comes to finance and money insurance anything along those lines uh, delete and, you know, people don't want to spend time in it, but actually something that can maybe in the long run bring you more joy than than going on a holiday. Although maybe not at the moment, maybe we'll just keep dreaming of that. And I was interested to read that credit's not all bad. So if you do need something and there's a kind of program in place for you to get that, which isn't going to stretch you, then that isn't too bad. So we shouldn't always think of it as negative. Yes, no, for sure. And a lot of people do see credit as negative, but it's a case of, again, making sure the credit that you take out is something that you can handle. Never take out anything you feel like it's going to help over the next few months, but there's no intent to get rid of it in the next few months because it's just going to sit there and you need to pay it off somehow. So, yeah, credit's not a bad thing so long as you're on top of it. That's the difference. Yeah, I've really picked that up from what you're saying as well. I kind of uh, developing a routine being organized, thinking through your finances and thinking forward. Because even though a lot we do like to live for the day, we do also need to think about the day that hasn't come because the past year has been so unpredictable. So would that be really your advice? Yes, your thoughts yeah. on that yeah that's definitely my thoughts on that one again it's expecting for, <laughs> preparing for the unexpected it's not something not everyone can do but if you make small changes you can make a world of difference and if you end up with that lovely big part of savings that you don't end up using can you spend it on shoes <laughs> you could spend on wherever you like it's your money <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, I've, I've recorded that bit in particular, and I'm just going to send that segment to husband so he can listen to that back. Should we not have to pay back our mortgage as early as we thought, or maybe in such a big lump? But thank you so much for chatting to me, Rachel. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you. Many thanks to Rachel Springall, personal finance expert at Moneyfacts, for chatting to me today about rainy day funds. Do you have one? Has the conversation changed your view of saving? Have you changed now from spender to saver? Please get in touch and let me know. I'm at LadyJanie75 on all social media platforms.